0: This is live from my office. And unlike my contemporaries in broadcasting and podcasting, when I say it's a special episode, this actually really is a special episode. Look, every year around Mother's Day on the radio for all those years, I'd always have the moms of the staff come in. We'd have some laughs on the radio. We'd talk about the people that worked on the show and all that, but never really made it much about the moms. This year I wanted to change that. So I pulled a list of 10 questions. Nothing terribly original on my part, things I found on the internet. uh, And sent those out to a bunch of my mom friends and family as well. And got back some great responses. And that's what this episode is about. It's about the moms. Less me, more moms. So let me get to the thank you list of the participating moms here. And, uh, you know, look, this is a very last minute thing. So there are several moms I asked who... They just couldn't pull it off time-wise, and I totally understand. So, no guilt. Thanks for even considering it. But in the meantime, here are the moms you'll hear. Marianne Ahern from NBC5. Lourdes Duarte from WGN Television. My former producer, a tremendous writer, a tremendous performer, my good friend forever, Ann Johnsos. One of the best to ever be on the radio. Patty Steele, uh, still on in New York with uh, Scott Shannon every morning on WCBS-FM. Last I looked, they were number one in New York. But anyway, Patty's fabulous. And a previous multi, multiple-time guest here on uh, Live from My Office. Dating guru, Bella Gandhi. My unofficial little sister, writer, performer, uh, former sidekick uh, in the old loop days, Jen Weigel. Speaking of former sidekicks, how about uh, one that's also now an accomplished artist, Abby Polanski. Uh, another former producer. She didn't work for me long, but she gets tired of me picking on her about that. But she's a longtime producer for Spike O'Dell and a great mom, too. Tracy Huvelman. And I mentioned family. How about my daughter-in-law, Lauren, my wife, Maureen, my sister, Leslie, and my mom, all on this Mother's Day weekend edition of Live From My Office? Is Sponsored, as always, by Team Hochberg at eight five five fifty six 56 david or 56david.com. We encourage you to check out the show notes wherever you listen to the podcast, and you'll get links to everything we talk about. Oh, there's going to be a lot of show notes today with all the credits I've got to do on these fine women. Uh, and in addition to that, you can subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen. And I hope you will. One of the other things we're including, by the way, is a link for you to get to the 10 questions I asked these moms to respond to. Because it would be kind of cool to think about it. It's something you might want to do. If you ask your own mom this, coming this Mother's Day when you get together. You might have some interesting answers. You might learn something about your mom you didn't know. Uh, in the meantime, before we go to the break and get to this, uh, I pulled a couple of quotes that seemed to sum up uh, being a mom in really sweet ways well at least two of them are sweet uh and i don't know who to attribute these to but uh quote number one a mother understands what a child doesn't say i mean you know what's more true than that quote two a mother's hug lasts a long time after she lets go that one kind of choked me up and quote three comes from the great legendary comedian phyllis diller who once said I want my children to have all the things I couldn't afford. And then I want to move in with them. This is Live from My Office, a special Mother's Day edition. We'll come back and get less me and more moms right after this, here on Live from My Office. If you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance your existing home, then you need to do what we did and call Team Hochberg, your trusted local lender. David built his business helping first responders and medical professionals with their mortgages and wanted to do more than just say thank you. Every week, Team Hochberg recognizes first responders and medical professionals for keeping us all safe and healthy. And this week, Team Hawkberg is recognizing Police Chief Steve Heron, Deputy Chief Sean Coistra, as well. And by the way, Sean, I hope I pronounced that correctly as well as the 31 police officers and 10 civilian support staff of the Roselle Police Department. Team Ockberg purchased lunch and dinner from Italian Pizza Kitchen in Roselle, owned by John Schiana. First responders and medical professionals deserve our appreciation, and family-owned restaurants need our support now more than ever. If you can afford to, purchase lunch from a family-owned restaurant where you live or your local police and fire departments and hospitals. Team Hochberg helped me and thousands of first responders and medical professionals and podcast listeners, too. But they can't help if you don't call. 855-56-DAVID or go to 56david.com. Homeside Financial, an equal housing lender, MLS number 1124061. back on this special edition of Live From My Office. And again, the premise is simple. I asked moms, mom friends of mine, mom family. I asked 10 questions of moms. And these are moms with a full range of kids' ages, from less than two to fully grown in their 20s and 30s with their own families. And in this case, we're going to put up this list of 10 questions so you could maybe ask your mom, learn something new about her as well. More details about that at the end of the episode. Well, let's go to question number one, because the premise here as well is more moms, less me. Question number one, straight ahead, with no worries about hurting feelings, what do you really want for Mother's Day? Got some great responses, starting with NBC5's Marianne Ahern.
1: I have three children, girl, boy, girl, and of course, adults today. So when they were young, I would have said, I want a day alone but now, I want a day with them. So uh, that's what I hope will be happening, and I think it will be. Um, I like hanging out with them. I like being with them.
2: And what did Ann Johnson say? My kids and husband always bring me breakfast in bed, and then they leave me alone to eat it. So I wouldn't mind eating breakfast at a table with the people I love most.
0: What about you, Abby Polonsky? Okay, I just want to
1: sleep in and Have breakfast made for me and hang out with my family and my dog outside somewhere. No screens, no TVs, no
0: sports, Sun TV.
3: Jen Weigel, what do you want? I want to treat myself to a massage, and I think I'm gonna. (laughs) Don't know when. It might not happen on Mother's Day, but that's what I'm
4: thinking.
0: I like this answer from Lourdes Duarte.
4: Diamonds. Lots and lots of diamonds. And a vacation.
0: And one of my two little sisters, Leslie, said... You know what I want for Mother's Day? I don't want to make any decisions at all. I want someone else to clean the kitchen. All I want to do is be able to hug my family, all of them. And the great Patty Steele said, I want my kids around me. I want anything to do with history or books or gardening. And I'd like a great bottle of Pinot Noir, Sauvignon Blanc, or tequila in a hot tub. Well, a hot tub's a great idea. And don't worry, I'll talk to Patty about her drinking. Question number two is, what's the best or worst advice you ever got about being a mom? Once again, and I love this, Mary Ann Ahern. Listen to who helped her. Well, the best advice,
1: this was one from my aunt, my Aunt Joanne. My mother had passed away before I had my children. So when I was in the hospital after i just delivered my first gal, my aunt called and she said, oh honey, when you go home, um don't get dressed keep your pajamas on for a few days because once you get dressed they think you can do everything and you really can't for a while so that was a good one that was a really
0: good one
3: how about you jen weigel Uh, i never got any guidance i wasn't given a tool book i just kind of was thrown into it um blind and maybe that's a good thing because yeah learn as you go,
0: and one of my favorite moms, my daughter-in-law Lauren Cochrane.
5: the best advice that I've ever received about being a mom or parenting is that our children they don't belong to us. Um, they're on loan. they belong to themselves, they belong to God, eventually they belong to the world um, and maybe even a spouse, a partner, or a you know a future family, um, but they're just on loan, and our job is to to guide and and shape them and encourage them to go out into the world and to be their own people. So don't hold on too tight. They're not ours for the long run. Hopefully they always come back home, but they don't belong to us.
0: Question number three, what is the best thing about being a mom? And for understandable reasons, I think you'll see this one choked me up. As we begin with Maureen Cochran,
1: the best thing for sure has got to be the unconditional love. come out of the womb and they love you and if you don't mess it up really bad they'll love you forever
0: how about you lauren cochran
5: the best thing about being a mom is the unconditional love you receive from your children even when i'm the one who's telling them they have to do something and they're upset about it they still at least at the age where they are now they still cry and want to cry on my shoulder even if it's me who's the one that's making their you know, life a little bit harder in that moment. Um, they just, they love really hard and feeling, feeling so loved. Um, you know, is just coming home from work and they're so so excited to see me, um, is the best. And Marianne Ahern.
1: The very best thing about being a mom. Honestly, that question could make me cry because, um, I absolutely love being a mom. It is, um, it, it can be difficult because you do worry and it can, you know, did you make the right decisions when they were younger and um, when they were young? You, did they have friends? Are they are they doing all right in school and all those social things? But just um, to see them now, uh, mine are in their late 20s, mid to late 20s. And just to see them as healthy, happy adults is, is so fantastic. Fantastic.
0: Question number four, what's your best moment of motherhood? And what's one thing you wish you might get back? Maybe even get a do-over. Interestingly, there weren't many do-overs brought up, but a lot of these great women did have great thoughts about their best moments of being a mom, including uh, Patty Steele, who said, honestly, every moment takes your breath away. You think you'll miss the baby years, then you think you'll miss the little kid years. And you have this incredible emerging adult, eventually, that you can talk to, laugh with, share dreams with. Patty said, I don't believe in regrets, so there's really nothing I'd do over. i just try to learn a bit faster. And then added, but honestly, I'd love to do the whole friggin' thing over, just for the sheer joy of experiencing, again, those baby kisses, nighttime stories, explorations of nature, literature, history, life, and watching their story develop, which is pretty great.
2: Let's hear from Bella Gandhi. I love being a mom. The best moments of motherhood that I remember that I would love to do over is laying with my kids and putting them to sleep when they would say, mommy, mommy, don't go yet. And feeling like I was so busy and having to rush through it. And instead, singing that one more song to them is a moment I would love to do over again now that my kids are teenagers and don't need me to sing You Are My Sunshine to them.
1: Abby Polonsky. Well, I love being pregnant, but I don't really want to be pregnant again.
0: (laughs) and maureen cochran
1: i remember the first moment i realized i was a mother and i wasn't just having a baby a nurse came in and asked me how was your daughter today and it was like a big bolt of lightning hit me i have a daughter like for the rest of my life
0: pretty cool question number five what's the biggest surprise you found about being a mother Beginning with Patty Steele. The biggest surprise, you look at these tiny beings and you know you will never, ever, ever live life again just for yourself. And you're incredibly happy about that.
2: Bella Gandhi. The biggest surprise about being a mom is that you enter into motherhood as one person, and motherhood transforms you. It makes you more generous, more flexible, more resilient, more everything, and you come out of motherhood a totally different person, stretched in every way.
0: And what about you, Ann Johnsos?
2: I didn't know how much I could love and how much I could worry. I feel like my heart is walking around outside my body.
0: Question number six. I guess maybe I tried to get the moms in a little bit of trouble here. I said, What's harder, being a mom or dad, and why? And a lot of moms just took a flat pass on this. No, 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 no. You're not going to drag me into this. But a couple didn't, including my sister, Leslie, who said, It's harder being a mom. I get all the anxieties and the worries, theirs and mine. And I also get the secrets, but the first calls too when things go great, which is pretty sweet.
4: How about you, Lourdes? I think being a mom, because I think a lot falls on us, right? Like we are, a lot of us are working moms, so you're juggling, keeping things straight at the house, making sure your kid is dressed properly and looks good and is eating and everything's good. And then on top of that, then you go to work and you deal with a bunch of children sometimes. So I would say being a mom.
0: And one more from uh, Patty Steele. Of course, I'm going to say being a mom is tougher because in many cases, a mom is the first line of defense. The buck stops here. But I've met so many men over the years who fulfill that role perfectly that I'll say, really, it's about the individual and what they take on. It's not about the gender. Question seven was interesting. I said, do you feel appreciated as a mom? And here's my male bias. I thought maybe these ladies would say, no, I don't. Every one of them said, certainly, there's times where I don't. But, yeah, uh, overall, I absolutely feel appreciated, which is great. Question number eight, what do you hope your kids say about you when they grow up? Got some great responses here, starting with Jen Weigel. You
3: know, we were just talking about this, and uh, there's this exercise that's kind of gloom and doom. But if you were to write for your child, what they would say about you at your funeral, what would that look like? So that was the exercise. So I wrote down what I hope and dream that my child would say about me. And on there were things like that, you know, I put him first and that he was a priority because that's what I wanted and I loved doing that. And that I encouraged him to always, always do what he loves and that he can do anything if he puts his mind to it. Um, and then I hope that he does something that fills up his heart. And, um, so, I hope that's something that he says about me, that I always encouraged him to follow his dream and that he can do anything. Bella Gandhi.
2: One thing I always say about my mom today, and I'm lucky that she's still around, when I think about how to parent my kids and when I'm in a tough situation, I think, what would my mom do? She was so amazing at everything. I hope my kids think that about me. What would my mom do? She was amazing. Lourdes Duarte.
4: Man, my mom was so cool and so fun and so nice. I hope that's what she said.
0: My sister Leslie said she she hopes her kids say about her that mom loved me and supported me unconditionally. And I'm pretty confident they will. Marianne Ahern. I hope they
1: say that I loved them a lot. Number one. And I hope they say we had some fun. You know? I, I, I We did. We had a lot of fun.
0: Patty Seals said, I hope they'll, they'll love me enough to recognize neither my shortcomings nor my accomplishments define me that they feel gratitude for the depth of how much I loved them and the life lessons I've shared. And just as importantly that they've been able to share with me, we're all here to learn and then share what we've learned. And this little piece of brilliance from Maureen Cochran. I would like to think my kids would think of
1: fun when they think of me, but I'm not sure as I was going through the thick of it, that that was really where my focus was, but it sure is now that I'm a grandmother. I want them to think that I'm fun.
0: Question number nine is, what do you want to be when you grow up? Because I rarely, you know, hear moms talking enough about their own personal dreams and things. So I was hoping to tap into something here. And, you know, in at least a couple of cases, I think we did, starting with Maureen Cochran. I was never sure what I wanted to be when I grew up.
1: Still not. But anyways, I always, always, always knew I wanted to be a mom.
0: I love this answer from Lourdes Duarte. Uh,
4: I wanted to be a private detective because I grew up watching Remington Steele. And um, I thought he was a cutie pie. So that's, <laughs> I thought that if you became a private, private eye, a private detective, you would meet Remington Steele. Pierce Brosnan. Uh, that didn't happen.
0: And Jen Weigel, this big star's got nothing on you.
3: What did I want to be when I grew up?
0: Uh, <sighs> Julia Roberts. That didn't work out and <laughs> seems like there's a family similarity going on here lauren cochran
5: i always wanted to be a mom ask my mom or my friends from my childhood always wanted to be a mom and have kids so really incredibly grateful that um i've been blessed to be able to do that
0: the final question i asked these moms what's the best or worst gift you ever got for mother's day Abby Polonsky.
1: I think the best gift is just like handmade cards. Really, I know it's so cliche. Anything handmade has always been the best. I think my son once made blue pancakes for me. They didn't look it, but they tasted delicious.
0: And John says.
2: One year, they wrote down 47 things they loved about me on tiny scraps of colored paper and put them in a jar. Best gift ever.
3: Jen Weigel. The best gift I ever got was this. Card for my son, and it was obvious that he picked it out. It was just like, yeah, he was I think four or five, and at the time he signed it, "Love Britt Champlin," like his first and last name. <laughs> like I wouldn't know who signed it.
0: And before I give you one final thought on this, I got an interesting response from uh, Tracy Huvelman, my former producer, which I think is a a great lesson for any parent to take forward. But listen to what she had to say about being a mom.
6: I'm guessing that lots of people have said this before because I know people have said it to me and I didn't believe them, but probably live in the moment and don't try to speed up time. Everyone's always looking for the next milestone or thing that they hope their kid can read or they can't wait till they ride their bike or they can't wait till they can be left at home by themselves. And here I am with a freshman in high school and a seventh grader, and I would give anything to turn back time when they were little. And we did things like play with stickers and Play-Doh and all those things that I took for granted at the time. Now that my daughter's almost three years away from going off to college, I wish that I had lived in the moment and enjoyed the simple things of sitting during nap time and doing stickers with my daughter or watching one more episode of Arthur when I thought I was going to lose my mind. I wish I I could go back and do that over again.
0: And I saved this one for last. My own mother responded to this entire questionnaire by only answering one question. And really, she didn't even answer a question. You know, I'm going to have to sit her down and have a talk with her. But it's pretty nice. The brief story, if you're not familiar, is I met my birth mom in 2003. uh, And uh, we've had a great relationship ever since. Uh, That's how I found out I had a little sister named Leslie and another sister named Jennifer. And uh, my mom was actually a listener to the show that I was on at the time. Um, And I'd be happy to fill you in with the whole kit and caboodle of that story. And it's rare when I say kit and caboodle. But my mom's response was the only Mother's Day that I really remember really well was May eleventh, two 2003. And that was just a week after I met her and the first time that she was with all three of her children, my two sisters and me. Love you, mom, and happy Mother's Day to all you amazing moms! Thank you on such short notice for taking the time to answer these questions. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. Got a great charity to bring up to you before we're done here. Uh, this is live from my office. If you are a family member or looking to purchase a new home, do what we do: call Team Hawkburg, your trusted local lender. He knows your house, your house money better than anybody uh meet aria 30 a web designer making ninety thousand dollars a year was purchasing her first home so she called her dad bob and needed some advice bob said aria you gotta call team hockberg it's the only lender i trust his youngest daughter very special wants to make sure she does the right thing aria followed dad's advice called team hockberg for a free consultation and team hockberg answered aria's questions pulled her credit preliminarily improved her for a mortgage Team Ockberg also introduced Aria to a Team Ockberg-trusted realtor to help her find that home that she would love. And uh, real estate attorney David Schluter was introduced as well because Team Ockberg truly is a team. Team Ockberg has helped thousands of podcast listeners like Bob. Their their kids like Aria all understand the home-buying process. Locate a home as well. They're helping there. They're helping secure that mortgage. But, look, they can't do it if you don't call 855-56-DAVID or 56david.com. That's 855-863-2843. Or go to 56david.com. Tune in to Home Sweet Home Chicago. Hosted by David Hockberg, Saturday mornings at 10 on WGN. And HomeSide Financial, as always, is an equal housing lender. NMLS number 112-4061. This is live from my office, and it seemed like a very appropriate charitable organization to bring up for this episode. It's the Good Plus Foundation. Uh, You can go to goodplusfoundation.org, spell out plus B L U S, goodplusfoundation.org. This organization was actually started by Jerry Seinfeld's wife, Jessica, and they have done incredible work. There's ways for you to donate money, donate time, and also donate goods and services as well because their unique model is pairing essential goods and innovative services to help create an upward trajectory for under-resourced families. And there's some sweat equity in this as well. This is one of your leading national nonprofits that works to help families to dismantle multi-generational poverty and pairing tangible goods with innovative services for low-income fathers and mothers and caregivers. Uh, There's warehouses in New York City and L.A., And the Good Plus Foundation partners with about 80 innovative anti-poverty programs around the country, and that list is growing. Um, The goal is to incentivize parental involvement where there may be a shortage of that, but also to help in everything from stuff you need at home to job training outside the home to getting your GED, even helping with emotional issues like anger management and healthy relationship counseling. It uh, it's an amazing group. I salute Jessica Seinfeld and all of her people for all the amazing things they've gotten done. So I hope you'll take a look again. It's good plus spell out the plus goodplusfoundation.org and a lot of ways you can help make a greater family there. And that's a nice testament to mother's day. Get the list of questions. I asked all those moms and spring them on your own mom for mother's day. If not on mother's day, anytime, I think you get some interesting results as well. Might put them on your own podcast, but hey, I don't need your competition. Uh, You could do that by going to CochranShow.com and all of the Live From My Office podcasts live there as well. But we'll have those 10 questions uh, readily available to you at CochranShow.com. Thanks again to all those great moms for appearing and uh, uh, thanks for being a good friend through all these years as well. I wish you a happy Mother's Day. And before we go, I just want to recognize that this is not an easy weekend for a lot of folks. You may be missing your mom. Maybe you lost her recently. Maybe you had a difficult relationship with your mom that you weren't able to reconcile. I get that. I hope that out of this, you'll just get that I wanted to present some moms talking about what being a mom meant to them. And in the meantime, know that I'm thinking about you as well. If this show didn't necessarily fit with your vibe. Uh, and I hope that uh, you have happiness in your heart as you go forward on every other day of the year. That's it for now. My name is Steve Cochran. Thank you, Ross Cochran, for getting it done and putting it together and uh, doing that voodoo that you do week in and week out. See you next time on Live from My Office. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Live From My Office, a service of Monkey Run Productions, all rights reserved. The podcast is hosted by Steve Cochran and it's mixed, edited, and produced by me, Ross Cochran. Steve is available for corporate speaking gigs. He would love to emcee your event. And occasionally, he's funny. Thank you for listening. Head to CochranShow.com for more.